Welcome to Your Music is Bad and You Should Feel Bad. I'm your host, Matt Lee, and I want you to know that I don't want you to feel bad. You should feel good because you probably had nothing to do with the terrible music we're talking about today. Today we're talking about hip-hop producer Scott Storch, who you may know from such beats as Lean Back by Fat Joe, or that Brooke Hogan song nobody remembers or cares about. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes or yourmusicisbad.com. And if you have any suggestions or want to tell us we're really, really wrong, send it to hate mail at yourmusicisbad.com. No, his big thing is like, like ham radio or something. Really? Yeah, he's like a he's weird. He's got his ham license. He's like a. <laughs> he's a he's CB like radio a, guy. He's like a weird radio geek. Yeah, it's a weird time to be a ham radio <laughs> operator. Well, he, like, like, don't you know, hate you, guys. Are, are you on the ham? Hold up, message message me on Facebook. Let me know when you're going to be on the ham. <laughs> like, you know, it's <laughs> like. Actually how my let me just text met. you across the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in West Virginia. Yeah, they actually yeah. met oh, because yeah. of a ham radio. Oh, cool. No, I I, I, I remember <laughs> when I was a kid. No, I my like ham. No, look, my dad loved ham. ham it up. And when I was a kid, yeah, I was like damn. briefly into it and then thankfully didn't because like two years later, it was like, what a huge waste of time <laughs> that would have been, you know. Wait, your your dad loved ham. Yes. He's not the Jewish one, right? No. Okay. He's <laughs> like ham radio. <laughs> we all I love just... Well, we all love ham. Not, not kosher. <laughs> I am, so, yeah. remember the worst Jew. Oh, right. But, but I don't know right. if that reflects on other family members of yours. I know that you're no, a bad no, Jew, but right. Well, but the, but that's but it was passed down. Are, are I we, got the whole story about? Are we are rolling? Yeah, we're rolling. Okay, because you. because I then have to mention <laughs> his Scott Storch, who presumably who's Speaking what we're going to talk about. Bad Jews. His production company is Tough Jew. Oh, T U F F. Yeah. Space J E W. We're gonna have to. We may have to actually listen to that prank call because it's so funny. <laughs> him trying to like tough talk the dude. That's the best part of it. <laughs> oh, right. Where he asserts, he asserts right. his street cred as right. a tough Jew. You don't know who you like. Your deal. It's not just him. Right. It's all. He doesn't ever specify who else is like, but it's like you don't even know. Oh, right. I got He's back like, up, yo. I got to right. call the Hulkster. <laughs> right. 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 Dude, that's what he does. Then he calls He's the like, Hulkster. I'm going to call these 22 inch pythons. He says, so he, he's implying like he's going to, you know, like call in street justice, but instead he just, you know, tags in the Hulkster who suddenly is on the phone. We're gonna have to listen to that. I mean, that, if you're in if you're in a wrestling match, that's a good move. Like Wait, tag Hulk in Hogan? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Is that part of the record deal with his that like he's his security or something? Well, no, he probably no. manages her because like well, if you have a kid who you think well, she wasn't eighteen at the time, right? Right. So of course, of course, Hulkster wants to know yeah. everyone that she's involved with. Well, and I'm sure he encouraged it because it was like so. You know, if I can't. If we can't make money off me being famous, we'll make money off you being famous. And then I, because right. you are a and minor, she, I get right. He gets the money, money. And, and I'm sure, yeah. I mean, she seems like she wanted to be famous oh, because yeah. after that, she went on to the uh, glamour of uh, TNA pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they try really hard to make her happen. Like, I remember oh, how yeah. hard, like the whole world was like, no, we're not well, really. And no, well, because look, there was momentum because first Hogan had a reality show. Right. And then everybody was like. We don't want to watch the Hulk Hogan reality show. We want to watch the Brooke Hogan reality show. And so they so they made the spinoff. And so there there was momentum. But like right. that but that was it. That was right. the ceiling. Like Brooke Hogan's dumb reality show, right. that was her ceiling. 
but no one got that memo and and so then they tried to do all this other stuff yeah. she tried to have a singing career then they put her on tna yeah. and like and and i don't i don't know even know what she's doing now but i'm sure it i don't need to know just blame her agent who's her agent i don't know oh probably hulk hogan i think the whole i think the whole family <laughs> drama like with the car accident and uh oh and man the and whole that whole adultery thing that kinda, tape is the worst yeah the the phone the calls from where Nick's on the phone with Hulkster oh, and yeah. and he's like you got to get me out of here like he he's like you got to call the judge or something and he's and Hulkster's like you got to take it like a man like you got to you got to Hulk up and take it like a man <laughs> and then and uh, and then but then they're going on about like how the that dude like oh how he deserved it because like he was a really negative person and stuff and you're like we're victim blaming on a public line like like what this is a recorded line like you wow you uh, it, yeah it was bad man like i don't know but anyway are you gonna right, play so, the, okay, are you gonna play we get into that since we have a large group today do do we want to establish like, i don't know deb do you want to introduce yourself at all you want to plug anything say who you are she's like no <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> okay you don't have to uh <laughs> What is Deb, this? Deb, it's it's Deb. a podcast. Uh, Wait, who, who are you people? Why am I here? As many as 50 people may hear this <laughs> um, at some point in time. So, yeah, some backstory, though. Deb and I went to music school together, and we were like... Music school very loosely. We, I, It was very music-y for me. I'm not really sure what you did while we were there. Oh my I think God. you played piano. I did play piano. Okay, you played piano. Um, when we were like weird metal kids, I was actually telling this story earlier because yesterday, uh, like Deb texted me, like, Hey, I'm on my way over. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm here and I'm thinking of what to put on. And I put on spiral architect and I was like, Oh, right. this is funny because whenever Deb would like ask people where I was, she'd be like, Hey, have you seen rich? And if they were like, who she'd be like, uh, he has really long hair. He's probably wearing a Spiral Architect t-shirt. <laughs> that was like her, that was her description of me. Uh, and so I was like, oh, this is funny. I've taken it back. But yeah, so we went to music school together and now she does lots of stuff. You do like DJ shit. Yeah, it's really easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I took jazz piano and then it's like, oh, can you DJ? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And, and I you're like, oh, wait, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, and I... I I do a really bad job like all the time and I'm laughing the entire time. Like and, and nobody notices? No, I no, they do. And they oh, get okay. they get really angry. Oh really? And like I had a guy yelling at me Friday night because I was train wrecking all over the place and he's like, Don't stop. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you do a show and you don't have to split your pay with anyone. Right, exactly. Oh, the best. Yeah. I don't I don't need a roadie. I I can have a groupie. You know, like, you're like, but they don't get paid. Like, yeah, I can carry my own MacBook. It's, it's like it's like groupies are cool if they can carry shit and plug shit in. But like if you don't need that, then you can just have groupies. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then free drinks. And then everyone thinks that like, I don't know, they leave you alone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to this party and everybody left me alone. It was great. Yeah. I, I was at this party Friday. It was in Oakland. I'm like, I was VJing. And some kid like runs up. He's like, "I'm your friend on Facebook." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> you're like, you're like, congratulations, and only Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just passed a guy on the street that I'm friends with on Facebook, and I was going to he, tell him, but then I'm like, I'd be that kid, right? <laughs> well, he he had he was he stood out though. I actually made a comment about him because he had a weird um, 
he had like this white coat that then had a like a black grid on it yeah. and he had like a skrillex haircut and i was like check this dude out well because it was across the street from the the d the d6 guy we were talking about earlier oh, right. um the, and so then I was like, oh, and then look at this dude. And she's like, oh, I'm Facebook friends with that guy. <laughs> I really am. Wow. And I was like, well, then you can just message him about it. How about how you're stalking him in New York City? Yeah. Cool. So so we're going to talk about Scott Storch. Yeah. So for people, for those of you who may not know the name, you probably know the music. So what? I'm not sure really when like he became a thing, well, but like... Okay, his Probably like 2000. 2000s. Yeah, yeah, because Busta Rhymes that was 2000. Right, his in the early 2000s, uh, I think is when he he started to blow up, and I think maybe peaked by like 2005. Or right, something. so he's technically, I guess he's like billed as a producer. Yeah, yeah. But as far as I can tell, he just like makes beats. He makes right, right, which is yeah. And so he did beats for like Busta Rhymes and Fifty Cent and Beyonce, right? And like, Ti, like lots of. Uh, I think he worked with like Dre and like. His biggest, I, the biggest ones I can think of were Beyonce, Baby Boy, the one with Sean Paul, and uh, Fat Joe. Leading oh back. yeah, 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 that was, that like was the, uh, the big one. And they did make it rain. And yeah, he did also play uh, keyboards for the Roots way, way right. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, I totally but forgot the thing about is, that. His uh, lean back is like that's what all his stuff sounds like. Like the, the all the stuff he does in that is like, like he has certain kinds of like sort of like string hits and stuff he does yeah like once you like notice his style he's very uniform yeah like he basically just which is which which would make perfect sense for why he suddenly like apparently like when he started to go downhill it was like he was still cranking out all these songs they just weren't hits well yeah and so so the other thing some some people like even if you don't listen to hip-hop or anything you might know the name because he was the dude who did paris hilton's album <laughs> And yeah. Brooke Hogan's album, which is why we were talking about yeah. that. Which and, are, are both, were both towards the end of right. his well, that popularity. Was, that was sort of the right yeah, because he didn't he like the end. Uh, oh, shoot, what was it? He he he. Uh, Christina Aguilera. He turned down yeah. her Back to Basics album, which was the one where it was all kind of like pseudo jazzy and right. Silver River, and that was huge for her. And he went to do Brooke Hogan instead, right? And apparently she also did like a fuck you song on it because of it, which I don't. Yep. That, no, no. That seems like it's missing part of the story. Like, I don't think it was like, sorry, I, I'm not going to do your album. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to write a song saying fuck you just because you right. didn't no, this, do my the album. The song is called Fuss, F-U-S-S. Right. Fuck right. you, Scott Storch. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it's nice. it's like, it's a really yeah. unremarkable song. Because like, who's going to produce? Who would right. write the beat for it? <laughs> yeah. Not Scott Storch. Not Scott Storch. <laughs> uh, no, but like uh, there was a there was a bit I read. I think it was on Complex where they were talking about you know it was it was still 2006 like he was still hot when he took the the Paris Hilton and the Brooke Hogan work and they were like they're like this it which made no sense because it was like you send it's like you've got this hot beat and instead of sending it like to Drake you send it to a Kardashian like that's basically <laughs> yeah. what they were saying and I was like that's a good point because if you listen to that stuff right it's like the same beats. It's totally oh, yeah. the same as the other. The only difference is these people are a little worse at singing <laughs> and you and the perception is this isn't going to be good. Yeah. Right. And so that's totally the thing. Like he totally train wrecked his career. Yeah. By what gigs he decided to take. I don't know, though. Like if you did that today, 
Like people would buy that shit. I feel like that's just kind if, of ahead of his time. What I also like sent to a Kardashian? Yeah. No. No. Like I also, if you had the choice to work with, if you had the choice to, I don't know about that man. If you had a choice to work with Drake versus Kardashian, like, well, yes. Well, I also think that that since his style was so clearly like. He figured out the thing he liked and just kept doing it over and over like his styles. It's going to like get stale eventually. Right. So even if it's like the hot shit for a few years and he can keep doing the same thing and get hit after hit. Yeah. Eventually that's just going to run out. People are just going to hear something different. Well, No. And that, and that was the thing. Like, so I saw this li- when I was trying to figure out like everything he was on, I found this list. It was, and they, and they had these little comments and, um, and they were like, yeah, so he did Remy Ma's Conceited, okay? And it's this, it's this flute loop. And they're like, the, there was the comment with someone about like, oh man, that, that flute loop never gets old. I'm like, no, it gets old super fast, especially <laughs> because I already heard it in 50 senses just a little bit because it's the same, like it's not yeah. exactly the same, but it's like the same patch yeah. and it's like, totally in the same vein you know and i'm like no, yeah so I, yeah he I mean, always uses like the same string patch and i shit. got real like, tired of it yeah, and yeah, he's and i didn't even live it you yeah. know i i yeah i've i read an article on Stotts, scott storch like maybe 10 years ago when he was kind of big and and i was like hey you know what fuck this guy <laughs> <laughs> like it was it was probably at his peak because it was literally like you know him like in a hot tub with a cigar wearing sunglasses yes so so i read the same article no 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 but but i know (laughs) because i've literally seen one picture where scott storch is not wearing sunglasses and that was his mugshot (laughs) (laughs) and i gotta admit i was half expecting like there to be something wrong with his eyes or something like i i mean they looked like normal i think he's no there i so i saw this video of him like Try uh, apparently from like his attempted comeback. Yeah, and he's like in this studio, and it's there's no light. It's like pitch black. The only light is from the gigantic TV, and then from his laptop. Mm. And he's sitting there playing keys, and he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> and you're like, dude. And then there, did you do you know about the haircut? Do you guys know about this? No. There's a video of him making some like terrible beat while he's getting a haircut, <laughs> but he's also wearing sunglasses. And smoking a cigarette. So he's making a beat with one hand, wearing sunglasses while someone is, like, giving him a buzz cut. Like, it's just, it's one of those things where you're just like, dude, why? Oh, because you were on drugs. Because yeah. apparently he managed to spend $30 million on coke in six Supposedly. months. Well, that was that, that video is, them, is, is this guy just being like, yo, is it true you did this shit? And he's either like... Sounds really cool, so yes, or <laughs> it sounds really financially responsible, so no. <laughs> like, he's either backtracking or being like, hey man, you know, I like to party. I wasn't never <laughs> d- addicted to no no alcohol or weed. Like, that's what he's like. Like, yeah, I had a problem and, and cocaine is bad news and I'm clean now, and except for the weed and booze. I've seen some pretty bad coke habits, but 30 million is ridiculous. Like, yeah. who... Who no, that's actually in his entourage. That's right. That's what I'm It has to be an entourage. That was his There's argument. no way but, right, any right. single individual but, could no, do that. They, much. Didn't, say, they didn't say that he was buying it for, he was providing it for everyone around him. And then they ask him and he's like, like, no, man, nobody could, could, could snort that much blow. And it's like, again, we just established it wasn't just you. So <laughs> it's like, it's like you're saying like, did, did you spend this much on? He's like, 
that, that's ridiculous. How could anyone possibly do that much flow? It's like, well, you appear to have done it, sir. So, uh, <laughs> sir. How much of a fiend do you have to be right. to be in that guy's entourage, though? Like, seriously. I don't know. Well, but the other thing that's... Okay, but, like, think about people who are in most hip-hop entourages. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Like, who's, like, their their life goes like, yo, man, I'm going to get in an entourage. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> the, uh... So the other thing that was weird was there. Uh, I was reading and they were saying, you know, he right. He blows money on cocaine and then on like cars and houses. And I'm like, well, apparently not too much on cars and houses, because if, when you run out of money, you could then just sell those. Right. So unless he like got them on lines of credit that he wasn't really monitoring yeah, or he, like. Yeah, but it was like 2006, 2007. Oh, right. California. It could have been like right yeah. before the collapse. Oh, yeah. He bought him. He bought him high. Buy high. Sell low. Buy high, sell low. You you think that his uh you know investment manager would have told him about that, but probably not, right? He's probably high on coke. <laughs> his investment was probably all that coke. <laughs> he was yeah. like, "We're gonna get returns on this," <laughs> which uh, from... they call it white gold, right? <laughs> uh, no, that's something else. So, on IMDb Pro, I found Scott Storch is in the music department and he did a bunch of soundtracks but it says he was born in canada for us it was probably a different dude because wasn't he wait, where are we he's from long island, long island. Yeah. yeah no it, it says his nicknames are scott storch on the keys and scott the rapper i mean he could have been born in canada and then moved here something but i mean i don't know because on the keys could be like on the kilos I, and there he does have a disc have you guys heard his diss track no, no. he did a diss track for I think it was against Lil Wayne or like somebody that like apparently like didn't pay him some royalties. Yeah. And it's awful. And there's a video and this is what I don't understand about the video. So the video is full of like totally baller shit, right? Like uh you know his his cars and his houses and there's like all these girls. But then it's it looks like that the video quality, the quality of video is like worse than Rebecca Black. It was like, yo, we spent money on everything except a camera and a film crew. <laughs> and, and, and it's, yeah, it's just really bad. And the diss track is bad and like he can't really rap. Like, yeah, yeah, it was really bad. Well, yeah, the, the interesting thing I found recently was something about, I can't, the browser's not loading right now, but um, like his quote unquote comeback or the one he thinks that is happening now. <laughs> now. And it was like, the first thing I found, I found this article and it was like, he's, uh, He's describing him on stage and he's he's like DJing and all these fans are excited. But then they're like, and it's at Mansion. But then they're like, but outside of Mansion, it's the afternoon in the middle of the day <laughs> because he's shooting a video. And, uh, and it's cheaper during the day. Yeah. And none of this is real. And and apparently what he's trying to do, he's coming out with like EDM tracks. Yeah, yeah. No, but he's also going to he, do his own vocals. He's going to sing on it and right, shit. Right, right, right. And he makes it sound in this like, you know, sooner or later, I knew I would have to have to sing on something. I knew it was going to happen sooner or later. So it's about time <laughs> and I'm coming back. And there's all stuff about how he's like humble now and shit. But, you know, going to like, you know, Conquer rising up <laughs> back on the street. It's like, you know, he's his comeback. Uh, but yeah, no, I, but no, no I it's think, not happening. I think what's more likely than him being like, you know, I knew one of these days I'd have to sing. He probably, the thought process was more like, man, if I could make Paris Hilton sound passable, I could yeah. definitely make myself 
passable. Well, and also, who will work with me right now? <laughs> who's more? Who will, can work with me? Who's more well known than me? I'm, I'm sure nobody. My, I'm my, sure my Brooke plugins. Hogan. <laughs> what was that? My plugin. Oh yeah. 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 No, I'm sure Brooke Hogan's ready to take that call. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this IMDb pro, I I found his management, and it says uh, David Wintraub. When I go to David Wintraub, it goes, he's known for Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew. <laughs> Battleground Earth, Ludacris versus Battle Tommy Ground Lee. Earth. Tommy Lee. Tommy and, Lee. Yeah. And it's a so- solid lineup. And Sober House. So, <laughs> oh, so maybe they're going to like spin it as like his, Dude, has his he been like, on one of those? outer rehab this, story. Yeah. No, because if you want to be on one of those, people need to like know who you are. That's got to be a great market, he's, though. He's representing people to that young. you meet in like rehab. <laughs> Be like, you need new I got celebrities on the rebound. Yeah. My my niche market, my niche representational market is celebs on the rebound. But he's he's famous enough to be on Celebrity Rehab. Pro- I don't know. I've honestly never watched it, so I don't know. There's always who like who else has been on it. I well, feel like it's, that, that's there's like there's always a, one or two really really famous people, and then a few people you're like, I was gonna say like okay, like I a Baldwin from there'd be like a Baldwin, right. and then like some like Stephen somebody from. Baldwin? Somebody who like washed out of the NBA or like something right. like that. Yeah. Oh, maybe Lamar will be on. <laughs> well, let me just say this: the the same manager, uh, he has some clients. Ray J is one of his oh, clients. Oh gosh. And uh, Shauna Sand. I don't even know who that is. All right, that's fine. <laughs> She's like, you don't need to know. <laughs> and too short. Oh, nice. So uh, yeah, it looks like maybe he uh, he'll end up doing something. So the Canadian thing, I it is erroneous. Apparently, it's huh. it was like an error on the wiki page for like years. He was born in Long Island, oh, okay. but like everyone else. Oh, but people thought he says was... he's Canadian. Okay, so now he looks said... really Russian. Yeah, let's listen to the prank call because hell yeah. Do we need to set this up? Uh, I can. Or... Yeah, I'll set it. Up. Um, basically, actually, wait. Does anybody know more about the prank call guy? Or, no, I have uh, no idea who this guy is. No, my, I was talking about how we were going to do the show today with my coworker, and yeah. he listens to prank calls. Like that's that's his thing. Yeah, and he knew who this guy was from the prank call. But does he know who the pranker is? Yeah, like yeah. he's a regular. Yeah, is that like his? Does he do other stuff, or does he just do prank calls? He just does prank calls, and he's the Gregster. No, I think that's uh, that's whatever, like one of his characters. I forget what he what his name is. I think yeah, Gregster is one of his characters. All right. I mean, his his YouTube account, or at least the one hosting the video, seems to be Ralphage. Ralphage. R A L. Yeah, yeah. That was the URL that was like over um, the video. All right. So anyway, so whatever. Whoever that is, this is them prank calling Scott Storch, and I think by accident Hulk Hogan at the same time. Oh right. No, no. He just happened to be like in no, the studio no, with him. No, no, no. Scott three way calls. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Oh, I thought it was there. They have like, a, hey, Holster, no, they, argue, no, they argue about it because he's like, "There's no he's cool." Like, Hold on, prank caller. I'm gonna go call him and make him talk to you. Okay, this guy's a fucking idiot. Now yeah. I didn't realize this is how dumb he turned it into Scott a work, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He probably paid a lot for that prank call. <laughs> He's got theme music and everything. Is this a Scott Storch beat? <laughs> kind of sounds like one. That's what I'm saying. Hello? Hey, is this Scott Storch? This is Scott Storch. Scott, what's going on? Hey, this is Greg. Gregory? Um, boyfriend with Brooke, Hulk Hogan's daughter. Oh, okay. How you doing? I'm all right. Um, dude, is there, you guys have anything intimate going on? She doesn't stop talking about you. What's that? She doesn't stop talking about you. I'm a, I'm a little Ooh. concerned. Brooke. 
Oh, you gotta be kidding me, right? Not at all, man. No, 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 I got, I got, I got a girlfriend. I'm straight. What, 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 I'm straight. Like That's this? his response to an accusation uh, about fooling around with a girl. I'm straight. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you guys are working together. That's all fine and dandy. She, uh, she, she doesn't stop talking about you. I spoke with one of her friends, and she uh, just keeps saying how hot you are and shit like that. And uh, quite frankly, it has me pretty pissed off. Well, you know something. I don't know what to say about that. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mess with seventeen-year-old girls, okay? First of all, I'm thirty-two years old, okay? And and my my girlfriend publicized in magazines and uh, you know what I'm saying it's like you I'm publicized in magazines. Pleasure, so that's first of all. And as far as you calling my cell phone, I'm gonna find out who you are, and, and you could get fucked up for shit like this. You don't know who you calling, homie. I know who I'm calling, boy. You don't know who I am. I, I see you. I know exactly where you're at. She'll be with you uh, on numerous occasions, and I'll make sure to be there with her on uh, on the next time. Uh, okay, I'm going to make sure that you are, too. All right, I'm going to call Hulkster. Scott, who's your girlfriend, bro? Who's my girlfriend? Yeah. You don't need to worry about my girlfriend, but it's not Brooke Hogan, that's for sure. I'm saying she's on magazines. I've never, uh, I didn't know you even had a girlfriend. It's like I've never heard of a magazine before. That would make me feel a lot uh, more comfortable. Okay. Honestly, First this guy's all, not the best prank caller. Scott Storch is right, doing all the work right, for him. Right, right, no, seriously. And you look in fucking life and you'll find out who I date, okay? So, do me a favor. Um, don't ever call this phone again. Ever. Okay? Dude, you're a homo. Let me catch you with my girl again. I'm going to fuck you up, bro. Catch you with your girl? I'm not <laughs> fucking with your Like, none of that made sense. Right. He's like, <laughs> accuses him of being gay and then, like, being with his girl. Like, these two have the same confusion of how it's working, working, right? He's like, it's like amateur hour trolling. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to show you. Alright, homeless fucking pussy bitch. Apparently he doesn't You really don't know who you're fucking with. No, you don't know who you're fucking with. Because it's not just me. It's not just me you gotta deal with. If you don't, you're not built like that. How old are you, homie? You're not built like that. I'm 21, bro. Okay, don't mess with grown folks. We do grown folk things. Grown folks. I'm saying, I'm gonna find out exactly who you are. I'm on an island. And I do this shit the legal way. Strong island? Strong island. Just don't call my phone again. I'll leave you alone. You leave me alone. I don't fuck with your girl. We gotta get Hogan on. I forgot. He actually does have a good line, but Hogan doesn't take the bait. See me. That's all. You don't have to wonder and try to find out who I am. You will see who I am. I will tell you who I am. Okay, who are you? I'm fucking Gregory. I got a good story okay, about Gregory. this prank caller when this I'm is telling over. you one more time, okay? For the last time, I'm not interested in your fucking girl. I make money off of fucking artists, okay? So, that's the bottom line. Don't have any interest in her, not physically attracted to her, and I don't mess with 17-year-old girls. So you're not trying to bang her? Definitely not. I'm engaged to be married, you fucking idiot. You're a homo. I mean, you know, I don't care how mad like, I Are you banging my girl? You homo? If I was working with your wife, I would bang her. So Got is me? he like getting, like, while this is happening, he's getting. Oh no, this is him yeah, getting. Yeah, no, no, no. Because he hangs up on him and he calls Hogan, right. and then the guy calls him back. He calls him back. Hello? Dude, you crossed the line. Yo, nobody hangs up on me, bro. You don't know who you're fucking. I'm calling Hulky, man. Yeah, bro, I'm here. Hey, this guy Gregory's on the phone right now. He says he's your daughter's boyfriend and he wants to kick my ass. I don't know who he is, man. I've never heard of it. Hulk. Who are you, bro? Who, who's this? Well, why do you have to put me on the spot like this, Scott? You just said you were Brooke's boyfriend and that I'm trying to fuck with her. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean her fucking dad knows about me. 
Okay, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Oh, bro, you're a fucking jabron, man. Who the fuck are you? Oh, Hulkster called you a jabron. You have to put me on the spot like this, Scott. Who are you, dog? I will tell you, I'm fucking Gregory, man. The Gregster, you fucking son of a bitch. Who are you, brother? And how'd you get my number? Now she's gonna think I'm fucking jealous. She's gonna fuck. She's not gonna let me fuck no more. It's definitely Scott Storch beats, by the way. Yeah, that is a Scott Storch beat. Scott, you you got an ID on this dog's number? No, it's private, dude. Oh, okay, just hang up on it, bro. No, fucking oh, shit, you? bro. Damn, hey, this this never happened, all right, Hulk? Uh, Scott, put it behind us. I just want to keep banging bro. <laughs> that's I don't want that's, that's the smart part. He goes, put it behind us. I just want to keep no, banging bro. Know, but if Hogan doesn't take the bait, like, it'd be way funnier if he's like, that's right, you're never going to bang her again, brother, because I'm just 22-inch pythons. You're going to run wild on you. But they're just like, hang up. You fucking son of a bitch. Hey, Hulk, I'll bang your daughter, bro. That's... That's serious mm, shit right there. You, you, you couldn't fucking bang anybody, man. So fucking look nuts, and I'm gonna find out who the hell this is. <laughs> so lick I will nuts. tell you, I'm fucking Gregory, man, the Gregster, you fucking son of a bitch. Okay, I'm a fuck. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That that flute. I almost said Fruit Loop. That flute flute <laughs> is definitely yeah. Scott Storage beat. I think he's a chord guy. It sounds pretty cheesy. So yeah, no, with, no. He was definitely playing a Korg in that uh, yeah. video where he's getting the haircut. <laughs> with prank calls, you have to like get permission to use them to release them. So he prank called Jay Z, and then called him back to get permission. And Jay Z just read his address to him. It's like you're not going to use shit. I will like oh, kill shit. you. Yeah. <laughs> that prank call is pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good, but it's. Uh... But the Hulkster shows oh. up and saves it. 32 and 17 wouldn't stop R. Kelly. Just saying. <laughs> Did Scott Storch ever work with R. Kelly? He's like, no, I got... Uh, I think so, actually. Oh, for real? I, I, if he has, I, don't, oh, I yeah. don't know which track it is. Tell you in a second. Can we listen to Make It Rain? Because I've come. Oh, he did not work with R. Kelly. Wow. Wait, yes, he did. Uh, play as only. Pull up Fat Joe featuring Little Rain. Little Wayne, make it rain. Yeah, he did one song with R. Kelly. Which one? Play as only. Okay. This video is it's great. It's raining in this no, video. It, no, that's what's great. It's they, it's they, the, their names fly at you, and they're in the rain.
Send hate mail for this song to Fat Joe, Lil Wayne, and Scott Storch. And not uh, your music is Scott Storch might get back to you. He might be on his reality show. I can see him making this all get an haircut. <laughs> so that's pretty much the whole yeah. Like you it's get not the listening to the, the full. The, the point, the reason I wanted to listen to Make It Rain was, I I think that's actually one of the like better beats that he made. Oh yeah, definitely. And but the thing is about it, it has the what I usually uh, derogatorily refer to as the heavy metal harmonic rhythm, where the um, where the like the progression ends on the one. So it ends on the one, and then you have the bar and the beat, and then you hit the one again. Right, right. It goes ba 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 ba, and then back to one. <laughs> right again, and you're just like, uh, and it like kills the momentum. So it's like it's like the like the best, the most engaging thing he ever did has these super cheesy horns and has this horrible stop stop start stuttering harmonic rhythm, like it's yeah. I could I could see making this beat while getting a haircut. Like yeah, yeah like like <laughs> there's no how yeah, I mean it just makes me be like I really missed out on an opportunity to to make 70 million <laughs> doing next to hey, nothing. Man. I'm start making beats tomorrow. That's uh... <laughs> Scott Storch reminds me of the guy at Guitar Center that just sits there and makes loops after loops, like yeah, in Long Island, yeah, <laughs> or at more likely at Sam Ash. Mm-hmm. Employee or customer? Oh no, the customer. either or, like the guy that like either way there. uses like washes all of his drug money buying equipment and returning it. Yeah. <laughs> totally Scott Storch and then he's like you know what if I started selling the drugs that I buy to get the hookers and he's like oh like someone kept tipping uh, him tipping him in until he ended up in Miami oh uh, <laughs> so did he move there to get closer to the coke like <laughs> I, it takes too long to get here I need to go there so yeah, I, just I think, I think he realized this. that you make money in drugs in the music business and not music hmm. so he just kind of like went straight to Miami because yeah so the one other little thing I know about him, because I, I, I like Timbaland, is that there was some some beef between them uh, <laughs> over uh, Crimea River, which was the one Justin Timberlake song from... That's what I was just singing. I yeah, that from that one. album, which uh, in my opinion was not a total piece of shit. And yeah, that was the, the thing was whether it was Timbaland or... Like they both actually, I think, have credit now, like legally or whatever, but... Which came first? I don't I Well, I mean, if you go on the Wikipedia, it's like Timbaland and it says like co-produced by Scott Storch. But I don't know what that means. And, you know, who know? Like, I don't know what the real story is behind it. Like, who did what? And then why did they argue about it? You know, maybe like, I don't know. Maybe Tim, Tim is a beast. Like, he's oh, yeah. like one of the best producers ever. He's well, he was the guy who I was like, oh, I don't hate all hip hop. Like, because yeah. I got into some of his stuff. And I was uh, we were talking about this yesterday and I was saying I sh- uh, we should do an episode on it because uh like that yeah because the year that super big justin timberlake album came out 
also he also did uh nelly furtado's album and yeah. then he also did his solo album that year uh which had like three huge singles on it yeah i was at mtv that year that was 2006 like everything was like yeah scott storch was doing the brook and the paris thing and <laughs> yeah. tim was like justin and nelly furtado and and, and i think uh tim had uh there, like one of his tracks on his album too was supposed to be like like diss and scott no and, and there was he came out later and he said he regretted it though regretted dissing him yeah like uh-huh. uh here I'll, I'll i'll bring it up hold on while you do that is there a thing in music credits about like how you're credited means what happened like i know in it's film fair. credits. well that's yeah it's it's uh i mean like in film, if it's end, it means you did like fifty percent of the work. Right. But if it, it's it should in a row, then it's if a it's, rewrite. If it's if it doesn't necessarily. Oh, no. no, no, no. Well, okay. That's an agreement amongst the, uh, like in the creation document. Like yeah. it doesn't matter how it's. Listed yeah, it doesn't. On the thing. It do, right. the, you the don't have to list anyone on the thing. Like, yeah, the way it's publicly presented isn't connected to the way it's like legally. The only thing is, you're legally obligated to name the people who performed on the record because that was part of the, the thing back. Uh, in the day, like with the whole, you know, like Motown stuff, right. Mm -hmm. Where they would just like, you know, they basically stole these people's music and just didn't give them credit. So you have to give people credit if they, you know, played on the thing, but that doesn't mean you have to pay them. (laughs) Like that's a whole different thing. Um, It says after taking verbal jabs at each other on numerous tracks, super producers, Timbaland and Scott Storch finally put an end to their feud. According to S O H H dot com. Timbaland was the one who initiated the beef when he threw a subliminal comment aimed at Storch in the first single, Give It To Me, off his last album, Shock Value. Um, and, oh yeah, and this is this was great because we haven't talked about this, how Scott Storch, like, this is another, this is actually a gripe that I have with Scott Storch is that, like, in a bunch of these tracks, including, like, the Brooke and the Paris Hilton ones, like, at the beginning, you'll hear him go, like, Scott Storch. Like, they'll whisper <laughs> his name or something, and sometimes you can miss it if you're not even listening for it. But like that, it doesn't sound cool. Like you're not shouting out to Snoop. You're like, it's like yeah. Scott Storch. So then, but then his nickname, which they don't use, is the Piano Man, which like that's taken, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, there's already one of those. Right. So I'm, so I'm super confused by the whole thing. But so anyway, it goes uh, in the track Timberland bragged, I'm a real producer and you just a piano man. Storch soon responded with his personal track titled Built get Like a, That. Wait, wait, I, I know oh. the next line from that. Get a half a mil for my beats, you get a couple gra- and. That's how that goes. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, so <laughs> I listened to that album a bunch. Storch soon responded with his personal tax title, Built Like That, in which he accuses Timbaland of jacking beats and taking credit for work done by other producers. But during a recent interview on the Atlanta radio show The Morning Mess, Timbaland explained that he... He had had he had put the beef in the past when he met up uh, with Storch, quote, in light of the rumors surrounding Storch's financial problems, end quote, with the intention of offering help, saying, quote, because all this stuff I've been hearing in the press about him, I just called him and said, look, man, we've been friends for so long and I'm here for you. All that stuff that I've done. I'm sorry. Uh, I just know that you need a friend. <laughs> this is this should be a song. <laughs> and I just want to be there for you. Because I know people turn their backs on you, end quote. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Timbaland cited the birth of his daughter as motivation to become a more positive person. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
And Scott Storch can't have children because he's gay. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say because if of you, all the blow he did. Coke and then I don't know. No. Is that why I wasn't begging Brooke Hogan? <laughs> that well, call, Brooke that Hogan call. being a woman is, you know, up to interpretation. That call was so weird. It's the weirdest prank call I've ever heard. You should play the. Um, you play either the Paris, Paris Hilton or the or the Brooke Hogan tracks. I, yeah, I mean, or just enough so we at least get to the shout out. <laughs> what uh, what are they? Do you know what the title? Uh, Paris. I think is Paris's title track. Um, the sing. I'm trying to think. But was that the name of the single? Maybe it was the album. If you look up Paris Hilton, Scott Storch. Yeah, yeah, no, Paris was the name of the album. Yeah. Um, if I look at the track names, I'll remember. I'm really sad her career didn't take off. I don't think she worked at it hard enough. I feel like I feel like it was called Turn It Up. Turn It Up, yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah, Turn It you, Up. You you think she phoned it in? Yeah. Wow, she has way more. Oh, Stars Are Blind is definitely one of the tracks off that album. Yeah, but that's not. He didn't produce that one. Uh, He produced Turn It Up. All right, yeah. He did Turn It Up, Fighting Over Me, uh, Jealousy, Turn You On. All right, hold on. I got to bring down the level. I don't need to hear that much of Parasol. She got a writing credit on this one. Yeah, sometimes a writing credit to a pop singer is like an executive producer credit. (laughs) Which, for those of you who don't know, that means you paid money. Yeah. Oh, this this isn't the one I was thinking of, but this one's bad, too. Yeah, this is really bad. (laughs) I hear him going EDM, though. Like, it's... Definitely more. I appreciate how much music he's laying out without Paris Hilton, though. Oh, that. Listen to that. That's hot. That's hot. He's like, be sure to get your catchphrase. Oh, wait, wait. It's... According to the lyrics, one of those noises was Scott Storch. (laughs) (laughs) Should we run it back? Yes, please. Yes, please. All All right. So this time we have to listen to the horrible... Groaning sounds. I guess not. It says it in the lyrics, but she actually just says that's hot twice in- instead of Scott Storch. So maybe it was in the maybe lyrics the that she was. Him. Maybe she was supposed to, to say Scott Storch and she didn't. I don't know. Maybe she couldn't read his name, so she just said that's hot so again. I definitely, I think that she says Scott Storch. I still think she says it in the um, that other track of hers, the old one, the 2006 one. Um, Didn't that album come out in like 2006? Yeah, I thought it did. Wait, too. why does she have a video from six months ago? Because she, she's like in she's the game. Doing music oh, again now. God. Because she can do whatever yeah. she wants because she's loaded. That's the right answer. Yeah. 
Uh, so you know what the other song is? Uh, yeah, I hold on. Oh, you know what? I may have. Com- oh, yeah, yeah. No, I thought it. What did we just listen to? <laughs> Let's go to Brooke. Hogan. I, because I thought it was Turn It Up. It, that's what that's we just, what listened, we just to. listened to. Yeah, yeah. So then li- pull up Brooke Hogan's About Us. Maybe we just could. We might just not have been able to hear the Scott Storch because of the YouTube mix well, or something. There's Who knows? a bunch of pull up Scott Brooke Storch Hogan's, songs on that album. Pull, pull up Brooke Hogan's About Us. I, I still, I think it's Stars Are Blind, but she Scott Storch, but you guys are saying he doesn't that. produce that one though. I still think she like says <laughs> she, she gives him a shout out anyway. Is this is a YouTube ad. Maybe she was confused. <laughs> like no no Scott to do this one whatever. Oh this has got my favorite uh rap rapey sounding rapper Paul Wall. Yes. Oh wow. Someone oh, gonna yeah. get raped. This is like the music videos that like the parents pay for. Yeah. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he paid for this, I'm sure. Accumulating funds. And just so you know, that that bass hit is does not sound terrible because of YouTube. Like it really sounds that bad. Like it's just awful. Do they even live in LA where there's paparazzi? Are they like in San Diego or something? I think they're in Florida. All pro wrestlers live in Florida. I thought Atlanta. Who? I thought pro wrestlers all lived around Atlanta. No, that was when WCW was a thing. Oh yeah. That's those days are over. Everybody lives in Florida, in Orlando. Are there paparazzi in Florida? This was towards the end of Paul Wall's mainstream run, too. Yeah. This might have ruined him. <laughs> you know, it's not rapey enough. It ruined his credibility. Like, all his other shit was, like, came off, like, super, like, super rape. My, my impression of Paul Wall from the second I saw him on TV was, like, this guy a rapist? Because he just comes off super, like, yeah, baby, go get it. You're like, you're like, whoa, whoa. Tone it down. If you're yeah. known for your grill, odds are. Right. Oh, yeah, she, she's totally wearing a grill in this, too. For real. For real. <laughs> Just like you don't know anything about music. Now. Oh, it sounds like uh, Destiny's Child, too. That's probably what they were going for. Yeah, for sure. The harmonies. I bet you they just, they weren't intentionally harmonies. She probably just did a bunch of takes, and he picked the ones out of there that, like, (laughs) formed a chord. I don't even think it's her singing. I think they hired someone. I don't know. It kind of sounds like that thing that they do to Ozzy's voice to make him sound like he can still sing. Still? He could sing? (laughs) When? Yeah, I think she just sang everything so low, and then they, like, compressed, auto-tuned, and stacked it. And then, like, there's the one little lead part. PDD calls it layering. Yeah, uh... (laughs) 
But yeah, I mean, that is a classic Scott Storch beat. Yeah. Do you think he's ever used like any of the presets on the Korg and just said fuck it? <laughs> Do you think he's ever not, <laughs> not used, used a preset? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think he's ever actually edited a fetch? They really sound like presets. Yeah. I just hate Korg so much. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I don't Korg know. is the sound of 90s prog metal. Like, that's true. Yes. That's like the, the dream theater... Zero Hour, like all those bands, like it had that. Are they all Tritons or something? Yeah, yeah, the Trinities, much. Tritons. Yeah, it just reminds me of the broke ass producer that's like, "Yo, I got a Korg." A lot of trance music too. It's like all Tritons. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> You're too cool for school. I always hated them. Rex had a Triton. I know. I had a, <laughs> I had a Trinity. I had a Yamaha. Oh. The 90s were a weird time. Yeah. So, so uh, let's see. What else? Anything else you get about <laughs> I Scott don't know. It's, it's, no, it's, um, just a, it's just a raging tire fire, like, from start to end. Because it's just awful. I mean, so many of these tracks, there's just those these terrible, like, preset beat loops. And yeah. then... Some you, terribleness over it. Do you think he wanted to be like the greatest producer of all time and was just too busy doing coke? But like he didn't get to achieve his dreams. I don't. I don't think he's. I mean, no. I think his dream was to wear sunglasses indoors, and he did it. Yeah, like, his dream was probably to do all that coke, and he did it. He lived his dream, but all dreams must come to an end. <laughs> Uh, I think, honestly, I think that he just, uh, he happened to, you know, nail a sound that everyone thought was cool for like five years and then no, he I think he kept got, doing it. I think he got lucky enough to work with some people yeah. that people were interested in because yeah. there's no, there's nothing about that sound. Well, except that did, was the sound uh, for like five years. So I'm not saying it should have been, but I'm just saying, well, I'm saying he got lucky in terms of the sound he, he hit, right? No, but, but I, because I feel like, on the no, because I, no, because <laughs> No, I no because I feel like look those the Brook and the Paris Hilton stuff. It sounds exactly the same. Right. It's just that there aren't. I feel like if like all those people, like Fifty Cent, whatever, I like, can put on like anyone, anyone could have done the the beats for those. Like and they and they would have been hits. I don't think the the popularity of any of those tracks can be attributed to his yeah. beats. Is what I'm saying. Right. Like, well, I'm saying that, like, it was close enough to everything that was going on that they, I'm not saying they were, like, remarkable. I'm just saying, like, they happened to fit with what people wanted at that time. Okay. And so, yeah. Enough. No, but yeah. And then he had, like, yeah, right. I think the Beyonce one was his first big hit. And that was Beyonce and Sean Paul, who was also, also Sean Paul's biggest hit. I think it comes down to is, like, when you're paying a producer and you can pay him in Coke and not cash. That that's like really uh, lucrative in the music business because like you get to keep, you know. It saves you a step. Yeah. And so that I see that as a common thing. You know, if you got a guy that can like hit a preset on a Korg and. You think Scott Storch thought 401k was like how many kilos? <laughs> it's 401 it's kilos. retirement plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I met somebody who thought uh, a 401k meant that. You know, at the end, when at maturity, oh. you would get four hundred and one thousand dollars. Like, was at least they knew. No, at least they knew what K was. 
she uh she told it in a way that she was like yeah that's what i used to think it's pretty funny but i'm like it's sort of <laughs> all right so let's check out this little clip on youtube of so like he got started with the roots playing keyboard so let's see if if him jamming with the roots is actually better than his awful beats Wait, wait, wait. Is this the keyboard solo? Yes. No, 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 wait. I can see his boards. Is and... it Korg? It's a Triton. I'm trying to tell which kind of Triton it is. <laughs> you don't even yeah. know, man. He has a Yamaha yeah. under it, but it's yeah, he's but definitely it's, it's rocking a big that Triton. silver Triton. He's in the Yamaha yeah. that lays drink on. Well, you gotta look cool. You gotta play both at the same time, you know? Right. Oh, yeah, this is a song he did with Way, Dre to, way to not keep time. See, he's not. Oh yeah, that's yet. really bad. So the drummer's like, "Okay, fine, I'll meet you." Yeah, I just heard that. <laughs> that was really bad. So clearly, he'd started in on that big pile of thirty million dollars of blow. They started playing the backing track. He still, he still isn't in time. He's. I'm amazed that yeah, he's playing. He keeps moving off time, and all he's doing is hitting that one chord with his right hand and playing two bass notes with his left hand. That's what he's doing. That's pretty sad. I could oh, play and this, he just and stopped. I am terrible. He tried to get back on the beat. He was like, oh, I'll just stop for a second and try to find the beat. Yeah. Where am I? No, like, how many times do I have to play this? Beat. Usually I just play it once. This is this is like me. I, I can relate to Scott's story. Well, I was going to say, if I could play this, because like my thing is, uh, I'm really, I'm okay at piano if I only use one hand. But as soon so as I have Scott to use both Storage. of them, right, but I'm terrible. And did, this is like, I, but I could play this. Didn't you, didn't you have like stage fright when it came to playing piano though? Was, oh, totally. Yeah. So that, but that, you weren't on, you weren't on the stage. Like he's, yeah. It's I mean, like the. It's like I mean, the, I, I, I can, I can. I think is, I can nail that. Though, this is know? like some John Blackwell shit. Now, to be fair, they are playing one of his songs. <laughs> this is not a root song, or there might be more going on. There... Oh, he just went up an octave. The keys are easier to hit. He went back down then too. He was like, "Wait, no, that's too much of a stretch. I can't, I can't hit this one over here. This one over here. No, okay, move it back." Never been a huge Roots fan. He just stopped. Hit a random. Do you hear that random like? <laughs> that guy who just stopped playing. I'm gonna call him out. He's done now. So, so we heard him play two chords very badly. Yeah, and off time. And then and then once uh, Questlove adjusted to his time, he got off time again. So yeah. I had I had to hear that because I, I wanted to see what his keyboard skills were like. That was pretty uh unimpressive. They're hot fire in terms of like like I was saying, a raging tire fire. Oh yeah, let me just play this clip anyway because it's—I think it's funny how he. 
talks to this dude. This fact of myth. Did what? You really leave Janet Jackson inside a studio for two Here, let me turn this one up because it's just talking. This is the one where he's like interviewed about something and the guy's basically just asking him questions about blowing money and doing crazy shit. And he's, again, he's like, it's either uh, playing down, you know, rumors of my bankruptcy are greatly exaggerated or it's like, <laughs> but don't get me wrong, I'm still playing, you know, like. Oh, yeah. but he actually declared bankruptcy, <laughs> so. Yeah. But here he tries to again be like, yeah, but I'm not that broke. It's like, okay. Yo, I just did what my accountant said to do. It's a restructuring <laughs> bankruptcy, not a like. Yeah. Left for that. Who when, told you that? <laughs> it was, I read this on the internet. Like she it, said it, that you left her. You was in a session with her, and you just got up and got the fuck on and left and came back ten hours later. Like shit wasn't wrong. It was like four hours. Was like four. She was at my crib, and we, she was like, you know, spending a little time there, like hanging. So hmm. it wasn't so. It wasn't, you know, it was bad though. She, <laughs> it was bad. I can't even front. This is what we need is a full volume. I think he out. just wants to this fuck with people at this point. Give me all the coke right now before I keep. I would like to point comedy, out that he, guys, that he's wearing, comedy. he's wearing sunglasses. Yeah, yeah he's. They're always like the same sunglasses too. Yeah. It's not like he has a vast collection of sunglasses on, that he man. wants to show off. He has one pair. And why? You could just could assume have a, he's yo, wearing sunglasses. You inside this fitted.com. I've been waiting on this for years. You could have a vast collection of the same before. sunglasses. I even um, met 50, all that. I've been waiting to get a sit down with Scott Storch. You're a legend. Well, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, dog, you go back too far. You didn't come out of nowhere. Nah, you know, a lot of people think this. Yeah, 91. You you a keyboard player for the Roots? Yeah, Who knew right that? I was a member of the Roots. That's crazy. Members, yeah. I remember How that did thing I did. Inside the Roots, man. What, what, what do you meet these guys at? I and mean, we all, we we actually assembled the group together. Like you know, what I mean, just I met. Um, he keeps basically trying to say he started the Roots. <laughs> he, he found um, Black Thought and Amir, um, you know, Questlove, mm. and um, you know, it was it was cool. Like we just gelled. Like I brought something to the table. I brought like a little tone center. You know what I mean? We had the drummer and you had the, uh, you know, somebody rhyming. I brought my Corp Triton to the table. And his shit time. And his presets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then there was a point where... I, I like, owned this gear. Years, and that, they were like, <laughs> you could be in this yeah. band, huh? A performer... Long Island Jew, that's so how they how we roll. You know, right. That's how they roll. I got a van. I got, I got a car. I got this keyboard. Constantly. Got some turntables, we'll hook it up. On the road. Yo. But you, so you didn't like you kind of a one man band. You, you can talk really to like the promoter and not get ripped off. Shame the light. <laughs> is, is that what you to understand a little bit? You mean in terms of creatively? Creatively. No, I mean I, I mean I've I've collaborated. That's with a Jewish accent, by the way. Like that is collaborated. You know, most well known for with Dr. Dre. Right. And then um, did some stuff with Timberland and a few others over the years. But um, recently, I actually started doing some stuff with this cat Tech from. Um, this girl Brooke Cats. Hogan mm. you may have heard of her. You know, predominantly, I am a control freak a little bit. I like to, I like to, you know, because I actually make my beats. I don't hire a guy to come in and do this, and I, uh, I do everything. I purchase, I purchase a keyboard with a bunch of presets, and then I make. I actually make my beats. I just select a preset, and then I make my beats. I hit, like I hit the demo button. Yeah, I want to control yeah, which so preset it is. Trying to do right now I hit the too. demo mode yeah, button, yeah, and then I'll make my beats. Yeah, Wes Willis's beats were minute, better. <laughs> and you know, if you, if you, if you, in the news it says Scott Storch, he blew his whole fortune. And there it is. Oh, They're showing the, the picture of him without sunglasses. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't oh, he exactly definitely has a wonky eye. The cocaine that made me 
break uh, a lot of my money, but it was really a bad decision. Break my money? Things you do when you're under the influence of that drug. He's mm. used to saying I mean, piggy bank. Definitely yesterday, but I'm doing good. I mean, I, I you know, a lot of things can oh, like break the bank. Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. so out of this world and unbelievable. I'm like, yo, I got it. I'm okay. I, I need to talk I'm to him myself. I'm still comfortable. Word, word. But because um, you, your broke ain't other people's broke. Right. As he's been talking right. about this, he's scratching it's, his so neck. It's like, all relative. Right, right. You know, right. If Bill Gates woke up with Oprah's money, he'd jump off a bridge. Right. If Bill so in Gates an, woke up tomorrow yeah. with Oprah's money, in an money, interview, he, he said he had a hundred dollars left. How is that like not other people's broke? Right. Right. So he quoted. He used a. A Chris Rock line, which he quoted wrong, and then they edited it in here in case you didn't know that line he stole to try to cover up that he lost a bunch of money. <laughs> but yeah, no, like it's just, uh, yeah, I found an article which for some reason I can't get to load right now where, yeah, it said like he had a hundred dollars in cash left and like you know, three thousand in whatever and some clothes it's and pretty whatever. fucking broke, yeah, but. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm just like less rich, so it kind of sucks, but not really. Well, not, not, I mean, the guy from Creed went broke like that, but he went like crazy broke. So Scott Storch like seems like a little bit like he just needed his agent to write something that got him enough press that he could do his EDM he just needed, back. Yeah, he just needed someone to convince him to like someone to work with him again. Because yeah. he probably Maybe just... Maybe he can get Scott Stapp to work with him. And then they could do SST, SST oh or SST squared. Do you want to reach out to his agent and ask if he's like interested in a collab? Because I bet you that Sort Scott... of. <laughs> Storch and Stapp. I kind of want to talk about Scott Stapp now. <laughs> There's a fertile ground yeah. for <laughs> discussion. I think that's that, that's a low hanging fruit episode, is what that is. <laughs> I mean, literally, that will be the title of the episode. Is like low hanging fruit <laughs> installment one. That's gonna be the series on like super easy shit no, or Falter Bridge. <laughs> the Scott Stapp story. Well, I mean, like to to be honest, it's like you know, I'm sure Scott Storch has done a fair amount of drugs, you know, and it's like not a public meltdown, and it seems a little bit you know, organized, you know, versus like the guy from Creed who was like recording on his phone about like how everything was really bad and reaching out to his fans. And like couldn't finish that gig. He had a gig. <laughs> you know, there was like a Creed concert where like he like basically didn't make it through the set or was just was like super bad and all those people wanted their money back. Oh. It was like a pretty public blow up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Who knows, maybe Scott Storch is just, you know, a, a genius that's going to just make a massive comeback in the EDM world. <laughs> I wouldn't count on that. With that, cord, that fresh Korg Triton sound? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know, maybe... Retrofuturism? Maybe he'll get a karma. Yeah, I, maybe he'll get some, you know, like, 16-year-old ghost producer... But he just said he, he makes his no, own beats. No, he's a control freak. Control freak. He's got to make his he's own. He's got to make his own beats. Right. I mean that par that Paris thing was definitely more EDM. It sounded like EDM, but it sounded like just generic. Whatever. Okay, this is EDM, I guess. <laughs> it's no music dialogue in space. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think what EDM means to him is like I get to use my strings. No, <laughs> I, I think I think he's really excited about I get that. To use different. Yeah. Triton presets. Pretty much. Alrighty, well, I think we may have expended the Scott Storch material.
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or yourmusicisbad.com. Follow me on Twitter at the one true Matt, and stay tuned for more stuff. Until next time, I'm turning it off now.